0: I don't know what it is about these two who um, can make a YouTube channel blow up from out of nowhere. Oh, it's going to be weird doing an award season without these two talking nonsense about film, innit? And so we arrive at the business end. It's Oscar week. And considering the last two years this industry has had, it's a miracle we are even here. It is a good time of year to be a film fan. Batman's doing well, all the independent and art house stuff is coming out, and importantly we have a decent show to look forward to on Sunday night in the wee hours of the morning for us Brits. Amy Schumer set to host it. It's a controversial telecast because of the whole Best Popular Film debate, and I know they're trying to get the ceremony down to a tighter three hours, but it's the bloody Oscars. It's it's a big one. And as we did for the BAFTAs here at EJaxMid.com, we're going to try and predict the awards and do a little preview show, because we know you guys enjoyed the BAFTA thing that we did. It was the first time that we did a proper preview like that. First time we have done a proper awards coverage in two and a half years. So, we're going to do it again. Albeit this time around, we've got an extra couple of subscribers on the channel now. Welcome to all of you who came in from the Kermode and Mayo piece. Um, hopefully, we'll do we'll you proud of this sort of content that um, we do here. Um, but let's not waste any more time. Let's get straight on with it. Let's look at this year's big Oscar nominations. And we're going to look, we're going to look at with no particular order. Well, I say no particular order. The order that are on the Oscar website. So, I hit this button here. And there we go. So, actor in a leading role this year. Uh, there are a few interesting names here. Javier Bardem for being Ricardos. Cumberbatch for Power Dog. Andrew Garfield, who of course, won the Golden Globe for tick, tick Boom. Same with Will Smith, William BAFTA and the Golden Globe for King Richard. And Denzel Washington for Tragedy of Macbeth. It's probably going to be Will Smith, knowing the track record of these other award shows. It would be nice if Andrew Garfield won it for Tick, Tick, Boom, but you you, you just don't know with Oscar votes because I I say it every year, you don't know which way they're going to vote. They do like to watch actors suffer for their art. So so I think for me, it's a three-horse race between Cumberbatch, Garfield and Will Smith um, for this award, because Cumberbatch literally did suffer for his role. Um, I mean, if you've you've seen Power of the Dog, you will understand. Uh, The supporting role... Uh, for, the, for the actor this year, Kieran Hinds can understand why he's been nominated. Jesse Plemons can understand why he's been nominated. J.K. Simmons, again. Seven Cody Smith McPhee. But in terms of sort of like the whole, I don't know if people are going to accuse me of being woke for this, but because of the whole inclusivity debate within Hollywood, it would be a brilliant story. I uh, not if Troy Cotterstuff wins for Coda it is a powerful performance and the fact that BAFTA recognised him is a very encouraging sign to sort of show how the award scene is changing and evolving as it has done over the last couple of years uh, For the actress in the leading role Cascary, um it's Chastain, Coleman, Cruise, Coleman uh, Kidman rather uh, and Kristen Stewart um, obviously Nicole Kidman won the Golden Globe for being the Ricardos Um Surprisingly, the BAFTA win is not here because the BAFTA did lean towards local talent, which I thought was quite—it was a shock win. Um, I—it is too close to call for this one. Christian Stewart has had a lot of traction with Spencer, uh, Nicole Kidman, of course, won the and for being Ricardo's. As I, I'm being biased here, it would be nice if Olivia Colman wins for Lost Daughter, but it's probably going to end up going to someone who. Well, it's too close to call. Cool. I, I can genuinely say that this one's too close to call. Cool. Same with Actress in a Sporting Role. I say too close to call, cool, well, we all know Ariana DeBose is going to win it. Look at the track record. She's won the BAFTA, she's won the Golden Globe. She's probably going to get the Oscar, but with a field of nominees that includes Jesse Buckley, who is a, a talent who is seriously going places, uh, Game Judy for Belfast, Kirsten Dunst for Paragodog, and Anjanou Ellis for King Richard. Um, it's, it could fall to any one of them, but knowing a way that the odds work, it's going to the West Side Story. It's probably going to be one of the only, one of the only major wins to West Side Story because the, like I said, the Academy do generally like to watch heavier product than the mainstream fare. Uh, on to animated feature film now. And, well... Top of the list, Encanto, it's won a BAFTA, it's won the Golden Globe. Um, it's probably going to take the Oscar uh, because Disney's dominance doesn't seem to have any bounds right now um, and it's not because ABC are broadcasting the Oscars statewide, so I could go on to a big rant about that for hours. Uh, Encanto seems to have won over the hearts and minds of casual cinema goes everywhere. It did inf- incredibly well over Christmas, now it's on Disney+. Uh, it's had a bigger chance for like the awards voting people to watch it. It's People do like talking about Bruno. We've we've found that out the hard way. Uh, and these are the awards now. we um, are probably going to get cut from the broadcast. Uh, because uh, uh, if you are not aware, uh, some of the Oscar categories this year are being cut to sort of make room for more commercials, more skits, more ad breaks. A bit like how the BAFTAs are presented here in England. Um, Not the greatest way of doing it, I know, but um, we get what we give. giving. Cinematography. Uh, Pretty much the same nominations as we had for the BAFTAs. It's Dune, Nightmare Alley, Paragadog, Tragedy of Macbeth and West Side Story. It is probably going to go to Dune. Greg Fraser is a DOP who can easily win me over any time. And while it would be nice to see Lena Sangren up for No Time to Die, uh, Dune... because it had more of an emphasis on practical over VFX. VFX we used quite sparingly, and it's again, it's the kind of film that it's Oscar bait. Um, harsh to say about something like Dune, but what Greg Fraser did with that film was fantastic. It made full use of IMAX. It made full use of the four K systems that a lot of cinemas have got these days. Um, it, it's probably going to sweep the board. Technically, <laughs> let's be real about it. Uh, same way that Cruella is probably going to win costume design. It's up against Cyrano June, Nightmare Alley of West Side Story. Um, we, f- yeah, I, I, I called that costume design award for the BAFTA. a good couple of weeks before the ceremony itself. I just had a feeling that Jenny Bevan would win um, for this film, and she did, and she's probably going to win the BAFTA. Although, again Tight field with Surino, Jude, Nightmare Alley, West Side Story. West Side Story could be the rank outsider here, but it, again, it's the Oscars. We, don't, we really don't know what the Academy like to think sometimes. One thing that is pretty much a dead cert at this stage, though, is the Oscar for direction. Tight field this year um, Brunner, Rizuki, Hamaguchi, Paul Thomas Anderson, Campion, Spielberg. It's Jane Campions to lose. Um, I mean, you just gotta look. BAFTA winner, Golden Globe winner. Um, personally, it would be nice if Paul Thomas Anderson could win for Ricochet Pizza, but you can't argue on form. The, the way that the Oscar votes generally tend to split is if you win the BAFTA and you win the Golden Globe, you're generally on track to win the Oscar. And again, Sunday night could prove to be interesting because. I know there's been a lot of a slightly different makeup of the voters this year in terms of, sort of like new members to the Academy. This is really where the impact of the last couple of years is going to be felt. Right, on to the awards I've not really got as much experience because we don't really get, we don't go in for documentaries here, but it's uh, for Documentary Feature. Uh, Ascension, Attica, Free, Summer of Soul and Writing with Fire are your nominees. Um, Summer of Soul was of course Questlove's documentary. Uh, won back to it's got a lot of traction this is arguably the favourite uh, to win and just so we can talk about the nominees uh, the short subject documentaries are Audible Lead Me Home Queen of Basketball Three Songs from Benazir and When We Were Bullies now again I can't comment on short subject documentaries because we don't get them here in England we don't really get them mainstream uh, here in England um, but w- one thing I do know based on this awards race is that Summer of Soul is the is one leading field purely because of the talent and the PR that's gone into it. Film editing. Um, I love conceptual awards like this, uh, it's a five film field, don't look up. Dune, King Richard, Power of the Dog and Tick Tick Boom up for this particular award. Um, the BAFTA winner is not here, no time to die won the BAFTA for film editing. So it is really all to play for. It is probably going to end up going to Don't Look because they don't look all, or maybe tick, tick, boom. Because Oscar voters, as we've mentioned, they do like to sort of go full on with the, um, the ass kissing and the sort of bending over to honor the craziest achievements in film. Uh, but the next award that we've got on this list, I think we've all known that Drive My Car would dominate Foreign language awards for a while. Um, it is the one to be. It's won the bafta it's won the Golden Globe. Uh it's sadly been and gone in UK cinema, so it won't be screen and seen next week at Odeon, which is a shame. Um But drive my car, it's on track to become this year's parasite well, I at mean, We said that much before the BAFTAs, didn't we? Um it is a film that has really attracted mainstream attention it's good to see that the foreign films are getting the good level attention they deserve I mean we're working on a journal at the minute about uh, Celine Shimmer's films still a bit good that she didn't win uh, for Petite Man but um, that's what you get for releasing a film in the middle of a pandemic isn't it makeup and hairstyling. Um, eyes of Tammy Faye will probably win this one but it's up against House of Gucci June Cruella coming to America House of Gucci could be again the outsider, bigger name, bigger studio, bigger, market, uh, bigger marketing campaign. Uh, but given, again, yeah, given the form uh, of this award season, um, Tommy Faye is probably going to win. Um, looking at sort of the way that they designed it in the little BAFTA montage, got closed the show uh, on BBC One of the week, um, it's the kind of thing that awards voters go. They like their extravagant stuff. Um, another award is going to be pretty much predictable. It's, I'm hoping and I'm praying that Hans can do the job for Dune. He's got the BAFTA, he's got the Globe. Um, he's not won an Oscar for God knows how many years now. And it would be like, ah, if his it, it first major film without Christopher Nolan gets him of elusive Oscar that fans have been, have been looking forward to. It turns out bagpipes were indeed the answer, as some of the composer fraternity have been saying, but it's up against Don't Look Up, Encanto, Parallel Mothers and Power of the Dog. Judging by how experimental the gene score got, he's pretty much got this. Uh, for original song, oh, tight feel, isn't it? Uh, Be Alive from King Richard, uh, Dos Origertus from Encanto, Down to Joy from Belfast, No Time to Die, and Somehow You Do from Four Good Days, Golden Globe winner, No Time to Die. Surprisingly, um, we don't know if Billy is actually going to be there performing song yet. Um, we will know in the next couple of days. We're recording on Tuesday the 22nd, so they will confirm a little bit more concrete details about the telecast later on in the week. But no time to die is probably going to win original song purely because again, it's a Bond song and mainstream talent and awards voters probably asking their children who the hell Billy Eilish is. Um, and to be fair, the song has grown on me a lot since the film as well. Um, goes like that as well. It's it's a song that's got legs well out of the film. Then on this list here, we've got the big one. Best picture, doing it early, being unconventional, doing it early. Um, This year's Elite are Belfast, Coda, Don't Look Up, Drive My Car, Dune, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, Nightmare Alley, Paragodog and West Side Story. Um, There are a few films that could potentially win it. Belfast could win it because of the heart that it has. Don't Look Up could win it because of the traction it's got for foreign language. Coda could win it because of what it does for sign language. Dune could win it because of visual effects. King Richard could win it just because Will Smith, Licorice Pizza could win it. Because it's a coming of age story done right. Nightmare Alley is probably the one that's probably not gonna win it because it's a bit too far-fetched for Oscar voters. Power of the Dog is of course a favorite because it's got the, uh, the BAFTA backing. And West Side Story is there because it's a musical. Uh, I think it's probably going to be Power of the Dog that wins it, but I wouldn't be surprised if any of the others do. And it is, again, it's another too close to call cool race, and that's the best bit about these award seasons: is you genuinely don't know where it will go. I think mean, the last time we had a convincing um, favourite for best picture was, I think, twenty nineteen, um, whenever it was like, up in arms about the whole Netflix debate. This is another one of those years and whoever wins is going to bloody deserve it and whoever wins is probably going to get a hefty cinema re-release in a couple of weeks. That's what happens when you win Best Picture, you get reissued in cinemas for a little bit a little bit more. I remember when Shape of Water won, my local cinema got it for two weeks off the back of Best Picture, where luckily I'd seen it a couple of weeks before at um, one of those mystery film nights. This is the impact winning Best Picture can have. Uh, on to the more minor awards. Now, production design. Again, Dune's to lose. It's up against Nightmare Alley, Paragodog, Tragedy and Macbeth, and West Side Story. Uh, and on top, easy. even the dogs know that Dune's going to win for, after for production design. It could be West Side Story, though. You'd ne- never doubt the underdog. Uh, for the films, um, A First art Best Year, Box gave Robin Robin, and Windshield Wiper um, are the animated nominees for this year. Um, again, we've not really covered short films in depth, so we're just this reeling them off here so we can have a full breakdown next week. And then the live-action short is Alakashu, uh, Take and Run, uh, Good Dress, Long Goodbye, and I think Long Goodbye is going to win it because look, look at the producer, Riz Ahmed. Uh, on My Mind and Please Hold. Um, these are sort of like where the next ground of filmmakers are sort of unearthed, a bit like a rising star BAFTA. Uh, and the outstanding British JB sort of the things that we have at the BAFTAs uh, for the sound nominees this year. It's Belfast. It's June. It's No Time to Die. It's West Side Story. June, of course, won a Um, And it's probably on track to win both sound and visual effects based on prior form. Um, personally, I do want to see. No Time to Die or Belfast win sound but again Dune is a clear favourite for the sound element and then same with VFX it's up against Free No Time to Die Shang-Chi Spider-Man it's good to see Spider-Man get a little bit of love from the Academy even though it only came out in December Uh, big ones adapted and original screenplay Coda won the BAFTA for adapted screenplay would be nice if it continues its form uh, but so up forget. Drive my car. June. We lost water from Maggie June. All. and power of the dog. Um, it's probably going to go to Coda, but again, June has got a big for your consideration campaign behind it. Um, so has Drive my car. So has Parag dog. Um, and if Coda wins, this will be the first major Oscar win for Apple TV. Which I imagine Tim Cook will be very happy with. And then original screenplay. Uh, there are two clear favourites here based on Golden Globe and BAFTA winners. Uh, so sorry, Don't Look Up. Sorry, King Richard. Sorry, Worst Person in the World. It will either be Licorice Pizza or Belfast. Um, and they were both written very strongly. I did particularly enjoy how Lickersh Pizza was written. And I did enjoy how Belfast was written. Both leaning towards personal experiences. Sort of like Licorice Pizza partly based on true events. Belfast partly based on true events. It's these are films that have got heart behind them, and they're the best kinds of films. Films that have got heart are generally ones that execute their story a lot better. And sure, well, it was weird not having Aaron Sorkin on a Oscar list for screenplays this year. It's gonna be either P.C.A. or Branner who wins for the screenplays this year, and I cannot argue with that. So that is a very quick, very rough, very ready rundown of this year's Oscar list. How the hell are we going to cover it? Well, uh, we will have full What the Hell Happened breakdown on Monday after the ceremony. It's a big week for content next week because we've got a triple whammy, if you will. Uh, So we'll have full breakdown of what happens at the Oscars on Monday morning. In Monday evening, we have an in Screen Unseen, so there'll be a brand new review going out on the blog. What it will be, nobody knows at this stage. Uh, and the crazier thing, and it gives me a big amount of joy to say this, um, on Monday night, straight after Screen Unseen, straight after the Oscars, a little thing called the Journal's back. Um, and it, it's a decent episode uh, for this one. We're a little bit behind the scenes of what it's like when we go out on field reviewing films. So that's what we got to look forward to next week here on Lee Jacks YouTube across the blog. Uh, but before we do wrap up, because um, like we mentioned at the top of this preview, um, a lot of you are relatively new around here. Uh, welcome to the Lee Jacks Fit YouTube channel where we like to bring cinema that little bit closer. We know a lot of you uh, watching us are probably not subscribed. 98% of you to be precise who are watching us are not subscribed according to the st- uh, st- stats and the stats don't lie. Um, let us know your Oscar picks in the comments. We, 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 it feels like we're really building something. I never thought in a million dreams we have nearly 200 subscribers on here and we've had like five, nearly 5000 views in the last week off the back of that Carmel and Mayo video. This is the greatest industry in the world. It's the greatest community in the world. And being able to talk about it with fellow like-minded film nerds is, as I'm going to mention next week, one of the best parts of the job. Um, especially in the middle of awards season. It's, it's brilliant. Film is brilliant. Cinema is brilliant. And the rumours that this industry is deaf are very, greatly exaggerated. I've been ranting on for a good 21 minutes now. I think it's time I wrapped up. Uh, we'll be back here next week for the reaction, the fallout, and the end of the award season. But spare a thought for the films who are up for Razzie's this weekend as well. I wouldn't want to be Diana the musical or Tom and Jerry the movie, would you? Um, yeah, we, ha- we had to mention Razzie somewhere. Um, we'll be back next week with the fallout, the reaction, and a journal that has been award season that has been what the hell happened we'll be back here next monday and until then we'll see you at the movies